<clears throat> Welcome to the Table to TV podcast. I am your host, Justin, and we're here with J-Dub, who is the co-host. I'm still kind of giddy about that. <laughs> Those big, broad shoulders we were talking about earlier that we had to crop out <laughs> for censoring. <laughs> right. And uh, today we got my friend Issa Carl. You remember him from season one? As you should. <laughs> you better. That was like that... one of the most popular episodes. <laughs> but here I wouldn't mind talking, talking about... more about Elder Scrolls stuff. I could talk about that all day. <laughs> right. And here we talk about all things gaming, the kind that you play on your table or the kind you play on your TV. But today we're talking about a movie. And we're talking about the Mario movie. The new one, not the not the nineties, although I'll probably bring that up quite a bit. I don't remember it. Like I remember I, bits and pieces, but that's about it. I, I was gonna it. say, can we do another episode just about that one? <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> I was just gonna bring bring up some like uh uh parallels I saw is all later. But anyway, how is uh J Dub doing today? Really good. I made a cocktail earlier, uh, so I'm I'm good and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Elder Scrolls, Carl, uh, Jacob mm -hmm. is playing Skyrim for the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah one day I'll <laughs> I'll beat it to, to <laughs> just probably not today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the. Before we get into the episode, I want to I want to tell you about mine and Carl's experience with uh, a Skyrim. So we got it day one, and it was mm -hmm. eleven, eleven, eleven. Mm -hmm. And his mom drove us over there, and her Honda something or other I can't remember. Uh, what Honda it was. lunchbox. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> and there was no back seats. Yep. And Muncie's like a thirty thirty forty minute drive, so I'm just like laying in the back of this Honda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's like Carl's mom used to do animal rescues, so there was like hay and stuff, like bits of hay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She had to remove a lot, and she removed the seats and shoved in a bunch of hay for her animal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked. But we got that shit day one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, what do you? Be oh, and how are you doing today, Carl? Oh, pretty all right. Uh. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and like show off a little bit, but like like yesterday I had just completed my first course in digital marketing and e-commerce, so I got my first like Google certificate, and I'm kind of like proud, and I wanted to, you know, show off a bit. <laughs> nice. I saw nice. you post that on Twitter. Yes. Hell yeah. I started posting it. So we're gonna be talking about the Super Mario Brothers and. For, for like let's start off with just like your uh initial feelings about it like just like your before we like really dig deep into it like just like what was your general feelings about it uh, uh jw you could go first okay yeah sure uh i just i thought it was a great movie um i loved the voice acting in it um which i realized that was you know when everybody like when when they announced the voice actors everybody was like eh, meh, meh. no it was good it, the voice acting was was good. Um, the animations were great. Just everything about it just was was really good for me. I think. What about you, Carl? 
absolutely phenomenal. And I actually, I feel like I need to like do a disclaimer uh, now going forward. I really enjoyed the movie. I, I, I really need people to understand that. I really enjoyed the movie. The reason why I'm like, you know, harping on this is because of the fact I might lay into it a lot. <laughs> it, it might sound like I'm gonna shit on it a little bit. Like, yeah, it might sound like just full on blast. I liked the movie, but like there were things that I noticed. It's and, and like that's what I enjoy about like when it comes to watching movies in general. That's part of the reason or part of uh, like enjoyment that I have from it is like the things that I see that I didn't really care for and like what I would have wanted, you know, to change and stuff like that. But yeah. no, yes, I, I, I enjoyed it. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to be an interstellar situation is what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay. So interstellar was a problem for me to begin with, because like whenever I see Matthew McConaughey, he's always getting trapped and stuff. And like, <laughs> that was just another one of those movies. But I love the, I love the visuals of interstellar. Mm. Interstellar was beautiful. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I I really liked the movie. It was a fun nostalgia trip. Uh, mm. Being a Nintendo kid growing up and seeing all the little references here and there, and the the music, uh, especially from like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, that was that was pretty cool. And they yeah. did give Charles Martinet a couple a couple of uh, semi important speaking roles. So I was happy they didn't just shit on him all over the place because. <laughs> I love that guy. Like I met him at a comic con one year and he was just the nicest dude ever. And, uh, when I got home that evening, I emailed him some of the pictures that we had taken together and he actually responded and, and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so fucking nice. This, this guy is so genuine. Yeah. So, uh, I guess now that we, we got that part of it out of the way, let's, uh, we'll just kind of like, progress through the movie as best as we can and, and talk about what we like the most. So the very, very beginning of it where Bowser is attacking the penguins. First of all, I've never related to Bowser so much because fuck penguins. Every time I have a chance to hurt a penguin, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I've dropped them. <laughs> but uh, Jack Black's voice acting was phenomenal. I, I don't know why I was expecting like tenacious to eat Jack Black, but for some <laughs> reason in my head, that's what I thought it was going to sound like. I thought it was going to be like, "Hey, come on, we got to go get that Mario guy," <laughs> you know, that high level t 2010 tenacious D acting that he used to do. But it was actually really good, and like I did like the I did like the penguins like uh, attitude about it. They were like, "Come get some, bro." <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, um, I don't know how, like, you guys, like, I don't know how invested you guys ever got with, like, The Walking Dead, but, um, one of my favorite actors, um, uh, Carrie Payton, who, um, voices Ezekiel in The Walking Dead, and in The Walking Dead, Ezekiel is, uh, the leader of a group called The Kingdom, and he plays the role of the king of the kingdom to just kind of, like, make things easier for the fact that they're in a zombie apocalypse. Right. And he he's very authentic, but he's deliberately being a fake character in that. And in this, he got to be the Penguin King. 
and you you got to hear that authentic voice that he used for his like king character and it just fit perfectly i love i loved it so much hearing him in that um so that was like even though it was so short um it was still phenomenal for me What do you got to say about it, J-Dub? No, I, I loved... So So the beginning of it, um, when they were readying up and, and the penguins were throwing those snowballs and everything, I thought it was hilarious. I obviously, it was supposed to be funny, but... Um, they pan the camera out and just showed like Bowser, like just barely getting hit at all. (laughs) And it just like showed that like power contrast between the two, like, uh, you know, Bowser and and the penguins. I just thought that was hilarious. And yeah, line was perfect. Do you yield? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I love that. I love that shot too. Cause it like, it reminds me of like, cartoons when the weakling goes to punch the strong guy and it's just he just yeah. stands there and it's like nothing maybe maybe the weaker guy breaks his hand on the dude's face or something yeah <laughs> then uh we move on from there to mario and luigi's commercial which for me was the highlight of the whole fucking movie <laughs> that was good it was it was pretty good yeah <laughs> they used they used the super mario brothers super show music for their commercial and that was so great Mm-hmm. And and then the stupid little the stupid little punchline that even the woman seemed to be like, what the fuck? Uh, you drained everything except my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh, I, I was glad that they made it like a carbon copy of like the old uh, commercial. Like they they replicated they they just like, you know, upscaled it and stuff like that but like the entire thing was about like literally replicating that old one um i also like the fact that it referenced the 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 capes which i think is like the only reference to the cape power up in that movie yeah it is yeah i think so yeah yeah um agile i might i might need to like uh, take us just a little bit further because like this this actually reminds me of like because shortly after the the um what was it the commercial uh you have him uh you have the brothers talking to um spike and um so one of the okay so one of the big things about like this whole thing is that Mario wanted to start a business with his brother, his, his dream business of being a plumber. Um, and he was originally working with Spike at a wrecking crew, right? Yeah. My, yeah. my, this, this is like one of my critiques. Why didn't they tell us why he wanted to be a plumber? Why, why was like that his dream job, the dream business that he do- sets up with his brother of being plumbers like why is this never addressed that was like one of my big like problems with it it's like you want to be a plumber fine follow your dream i just would like to know why that's your dream were did did you uh did you uh uh meet a plumber that saved your life um, because your kitchen was flooding or something like I just would love to know what the what the big dream was for Mario on why this was such so important for him to go this direction. 
Yeah, that's well, interesting. Yeah, it uh, is, it's kind of a jump from, you know, wrecking crew to, to, to a plumber. So that is, that's an interesting point, yeah, for sure. What did you think about the commercial, though, J-Dub? I thought it was great. I don't, I don't really remember a whole lot of it, um, other than obviously like the music and, and the power up thing. Um, but I, I did like how, uh, like right afterwards you had, you know, Charles Martinet, he, he did his thing and then I kind of like zoomed out and the whole thing was taking place. And I, I imagine we're going to touch on references, but I think the place was called the punch out cafe yeah, or something like that. I love that. That was like, cause I love punch out as a kid. Like that was, that was great. Yeah, and also I'm glad they did like the Mario voice, like the video game Mario voice for that commercial, because like when they finally like end it and you hear him talking normally, that's where I'm like, okay, I understand, because I don't think I would want a whole movie of Charles Martinet Wahoo <laughs> Mario. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't think I would have liked that. Yeah, but we got a little bit, so I'm I'm satisfied with it. <laughs> but then, we'll we'll get to, uh, we'll get to it when we get. Uh, I'll probably. Well, anyway, he Charles Martinet is also the dad, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. those yeah. speaking roles were just fine. So I think I feel like Charles Martinet could could have been the main role and and not just goof. You know, made it all goofy like he makes Mario. But anyway, uh, you were talking about the um, Wrecking Crew. Mm -hmm. That, I feel like, is um, kind of a parallel with the old movie, because the old movie wasn't a Wrecking Crew. It was a plumbing company, mm -hmm. and I can't remember the name of it, but it was the same premise. He wanted to get away from this other guy to start his own plumbing business that that that's where the parallels I'm, i was talking about earlier start and then it, yeah it's it, like it, i i get like in like this well actually even even like okay so like i get in like the premise of like wanting to start your own business that's perfectly fine it's not like i have any particular but like i i don't know like i feel like anyone that wanted to start their business could probably tell you why they wanted to start that business and I feel like we were never given the why as to, I mean, like in like a video game, it never really mattered. It never really mattered why Mario was a plumber, but it was convenient because he had to jump in a bunch of pipes and stuff. But like in, in the movie, they could have at least addressed like, you know, a little bait, like when they did the whole like baby Mario, baby Luigi thing later, like when he was a baby. There was like this this calling this. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it could have been like a fun little thing to do. All right. Yeah. Then. uh Oh, did you have something? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, then right after that, they get their they get their first job and they have van trouble, which also happens in the old movie. Like they get they get a call for a job and it's been forever since they had a job, but they get in their van and it's all screwed up and they have to fix it on the street. That that also happens in the nineties movie. Okay. Mm hmm I don't Actually, I I'll be honest, I, I don't really remember a whole lot from the from the old movie. Other than fine. Yoshi being like really, really weird. <laughs> yeah, Yoshi was just ba a baby T Rex basically. And and Toad being I don't even know what he was, honestly. 
Yeah, so then uh we 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 have this scene where they they get the um van running and they get their they get their job, but I can't remember was the first like quote unquote Mario level before or after they go to fix the plumbing. Was it before? It's before. It was, it's, it's before. Yeah. Par- yeah, it's the parkour on their way to the house because yes. their van had trouble. They never fixed the van. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that was actually really well done because, like, it still captures the essence of the video game. It, it gave us a side-scrolling platformer section of the movie. Yeah, I, well, I think I think that was that was one of my favorite parts personally. Was was that? Yeah, yeah. It, it's actually one of those things that's like unlike. Um... What is it that uh, cin- cinematography level to where like you would mm-hmm. that would have been like one of those moments where like you're doing the montage to just try to like maybe car chase scene kind of thing or whatever to get to a location that's time sensitive. And like it just it was fantastic that they used that as the opportunity to implement stuff relating to the video game franchise. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Something just popped up on my screen. <laughs> Xbox then, uh... off. <laughs> that would I don't even own an Xbox. And then uh we get to the scene where they're at the house and they're going to fix a leaky faucet, which I don't know. I could have I could it was a good it was a funny scene, but I don't feel like it was necessary really. I mean, I love the dog, like Got the a... dog, the dog and how pissed off he was, was funny. Well, Got I, so I thought that it was kind of a, uh, a funny reference. Cause I don't, I don't know if like, uh, I think in Luigi's mansion, they had this whole Luigi and a dog thing. And like, it was like canonical that like Luigi is just fearful of dogs. So like oh, that okay. was, that was sort of a reference to that. That, yeah, that I... is, yeah, I never knew. Yeah, 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 that's it's yeah, it's it's yeah. Luigi is afraid of dogs until I think Luigi's Mansion two. He is it two where he befriends that dog. I think so. Yeah, because like at the, yeah, Dark Moon, which is also getting um, released on the Switch, by the way. Yeah, and uh, but at the during the open cutscenes of Luigi's Mansion three. He's all buddy buddy with that dog and like playing with it like it's like a live animal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like, but that all started in Luigi's Mansion one, where like he's like afraid of it. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the dog's just pissed off because they broke his bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like uh, that's like part of what happens. I mean, like it it, it should just be easier to eat or whatever. But I just <laughs> I just find it funny that um. Uh, I do actually. That whole scene was actually pretty fantastic. I like how like the dog was like meticulously, aggressively licking his owner while glaring at Luigi. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Um, it it reminds me of like how little kids could be. Um, yeah. When I was when when I was with um when I was first dating my oldest daughter's mother. Uh, she would always tell me that like any time that I was holding Xavier when she was like two or three years old, she'd be like just like glaring, giving giving Rebecca the stink eye, and then when I'd look at her, she'd be all smiling and happy. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, that, uh, do, you, do you got oh, something? Oh, sorry, I I was just thinking about like uh the the following scene. Um, yeah, I was getting ready to move on to that. Uh, so like I I find it funny that like uh they go there to the house and like this is their. Like again, like plumbing was it, it, he made it seem like it was so important, and yet he he didn't do the one thing that he was supposed to do, which was like turn off the water before you start working on anything. Right? Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> was just that good. He fixed it there. He did. Yeah, he that's true. It. And, that's and, true. And then the, and then the dog yeah, fucked the, it all up. Like that's true. But yeah, he should have turned off the water. But, but after the dog, but yeah, after the dog fucks it up, like then there's no recovery because the only way you're really fixing that is turning off the water. <laughs> Actually, that does make me wonder. Okay, so I'm going to jump into like a further scene. So just real quick, but it's going to be relating to this one. So I just want to hang on it. So like later on, um, Brooklyn is in danger because of like super issue with like like super water issue going on, like a, a valve bus or something like yeah. that. Do you think that had to do with all the way back of the dog in the house and breaking the piping and stuff like that because they never did anything properly? Because I don't think it was ever revealed on like what caused that issue. <laughs> No, it was just it was just there. It was a it was a plot device to get yeah. Mario and Luigi underground is what it was. But you got a point there. I mean it very well could yeah. have been. I, I feel like that damage I they, they clearly had more than just pipes wrong for it to get that bad. <laughs> but we are talking about New York apartments, so uh, over overpriced shit boxes from what I understand. Yeah. And then uh we get to the point where Mario and Luigi are coming home and everybody is being so passive aggressive except for the dad. He's just being aggressive. <laughs> but yeah. like the the uncle or the cousin that like acts like he's congratulating them but secretly just kind of being a dick. <laughs> oh, actually, actually this um this uh goes into like one of the one of the problems that I that I have with the movie that like I'll explain at like the end when because that's that's like when it like really comes into play. Um but it starts here. So the big nuance between like the character development of like the struggles that Mario and Luigi have of like um that like they are that you would think based off of like how the movie had, had established these things, that these things would have been the thing that they would have been able to work on. Right. So when it came to Luigi, it started back at the, the cafe and they introduced the concept of Luigi being scared of everything. Luigi being a coward. This should have been like the big thing. And it, for the most part, it was with Luigi. Now, the big issue that Mario had, he had he had the whole bravery thing, so he never had the cowardice. But what he felt, which he mentions after the meeting with the family, that he felt small, right? This becomes a reoccurring thing throughout the movie 
but it it misses the moment when it needed to be like a big deal at the very end um and like it just kind of disappointed me i guess it was like what what is it called when they put in something but they don't use it i can't remember what it's called a uh, red herring is that what those things are called? No, I think yeah, I'm not red, sure. I'm not sure. I I thought a red herring was just supposed to be like an early reference that reveal that's revealed to be something important later. But I, I don't oh know, yeah, man. you're pro yeah, you're probably right. Oh no, red herrings are just straight up false clues. Oh okay. Mm, yeah. Mm. I see. But for whatever reason. All these, all these family members are just like downing on Mario, and then like you know, the dad's like, "Oh, you're bringing your brother down with him." Like, like Luigi doesn't have a voice of his own. Like, if like Luigi's just sort of do what Mario does, whether it's a bad idea or not. Like, I don't know. Is that Luigi's character? I don't know, but like, you know, to say, well, they they did make it seem like I mean, like uh, when it comes later on in it, um. Mario has, like, only been, I think, away from Luigi for, like, a few days. Or at least that's all that was, like, shown at most mm -hmm. of, like, maybe through, like, the montage or whatever. And he's talking to Peach or whatever. And he mentions, like, how, like, this is the longest I've ever been, you know, without him. It been a week. You guys yeah. are grown adults and you haven't spent more than a week apart. Yeah, they have like some sort of like attachment disorder or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, that's that sounds more like your department, J Dub. <laughs> yeah, you, you you know the psychology and whatnot. <laughs> definitely, but, uh, definitely codependent, especially yeah, 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 definitely codependent. Yeah, unhealthily uh, codependent. Yeah, and like something else about the Mario and Luigi like um, relationship is at least in this it seems better than what it is in the games because mm -hmm. like Mario that... is a dickhead to Luigi. That in is true. Several <laughs> different franchises. That is very, very true. So at, at <laughs> least, he, at least it doesn't seem like at least this Mario doesn't seem as bad. Right. Um, actually another, I, I guess since I'm already starting to, you know, shit on this. Um, so another thing that like, I have had a problem with it. Um, and it has to do with, like, Luigi's, like, the fact that, like, Luigi's, like, the damsel in this movie. And I have no problem with that. That's perfectly fine. It doesn't bother me none. But my, my big issue is the fact that one of the big things that Luigi needs to be or needed to be in this movie is the player two to player one. Yeah. Because that mm -hmm. is, this is, this is the game. This is the game where you had the player one and you had the player two. This is this is where all of the all of the pre memes about player one and player two before like memes were even a thing came from. So like right. I felt like it it didn't do that well enough in this yeah. movie. They didn't really even do it until like the end, basically. Yeah, like... and like there's yeah, and there's like a particular problem that I have about the end. 
I'll wait till till we. Get yeah. To okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have brought up the end. Yeah. <laughs> Like like I remember like like I said before the disclaimer I really liked this movie I swear yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it kind of almost felt like um, Donkey Kong was the player too and in, in a sense. yes yes yeah. especially throughout um, and you could say Toad was kind of a player too like for a little yeah. bit there yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also I also have a I guess that one's not so much of a problem it's just something that I noticed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, about about the Toad and Peach like relationship to Mario, like they just like immediately accept this guy they just meet. Yeah, <laughs> like there's no like character development. Well, like <laughs> one of my favorite scenes was when Mario and Peach first met. When Mario was running towards Peach and Peach just goes, "Whoosh." <laughs> <laughs> that part was one of my favorite scenes too but we'll we'll, we'll get to that yeah, yeah, um yeah. my favorite so in the scene right after that where mario but so mario's sitting on his bed playing kid icarus right yeah you get yes. you, okay yeah, yeah so which was interesting to me because now that i think about it like icarus is the one that flew too close to the sun right yeah, that's okay. like in and you kind of think about that as like you know mario it's kind of like symbolic in a way um that i'm i'm just now kind of thinking about is like it was kind of symbolic that he's he's playing kid icarus because he started to you know feel sorry that he's dragging luigi in the mud and, and stuff like that and like i just felt like it was really symbolic that he was playing kid icarus like yeah, during yeah. that time it's like it he was... flew too close to the sun by starting his own business yeah it's like so, oh, you cross that yeah. line you've ruined your family <laughs> <laughs> It was also cool to see that R-Wing on his TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good old Star Fox. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Luigi brings Mario up some... Or was it in... Um, on, it, I, I can't remember if it was at the dinner table or when Luigi comes up to talk to Mario in the bedroom, but we find out that Mario hates mushrooms. It was yeah. at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah, that was at the dinner table. Oh yeah. yeah, he was picking them off. He was picking them off, right? Yeah. Which, or, or, which... Or, yeah, he yeah he was he was upset about it, and then they just kind of like started talking about all of the you know they started harping on Mario, and then he just he left dinner early, but then Luigi brought him spaghetti to his room, and it wouldn't. I did not look close enough, but it would not surprise me if he like got rid of all of the mushrooms that were on it. Right. Yeah. And then they see that news segment that you were talking about a minute ago with the, uh, you know, Brooklyn's being flooded, which mm -hmm. God, I mean, only, knows, God I mean, only knows why, but it gets Mario and Luigi underground, which I is mean, another parallel to the old movie. Something incredibly similar happens. They they uh they go underground in the in the in the 90s movie, they go underground to fix a valve. Yeah, and they and then they fall into. It's not a pipe that takes them to the other world. It's just like some kind of weird, like portal, almost looks like quicksand in the side of the wall kind of deal. But in the movie, they go through a tunnel. So that I mean, that was cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! So like a comparison to the other movie? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
Yeah, in in this current movie, they go down a pipe like yeah. they should in a video game. But in like the old movie, it was more a more of a portal. But it's the go? it's uh the same concept though. They went uh, they went underneath to go fix, um, a pipe. Well, mm -hmm. that's not why they went down there in the old movie. But that's what ended up happening when they went down there. But mm -hmm. but still, same same kind of idea. It's like a parallel, like broken pipe underground ends up in well, it's dinosaur land and and the old Mario, but Mushroom Kingdom. And this is probably where the best meme comes from once he's actually in there. He uh he meets Toad, and I think they cut it out of the actual movie, but it was in the trailer where he says Mushroom Kingdom, here we here we go, or something like that, and he totally <laughs> sounds like Linda Belcher. <laughs> <laughs> he he really does. Like get, look look it up sometime. There people have made memes about it, but like for whatever reason it, they, they cut it out of the out of the final film, but in the trailer, when he says that, it, it sounds like Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check that out. Rug. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't see that. It was all over TikTok and shit. Yeah, I didn't but, see it. But like that that same scene in the in the final cut, he's just silent as they're walk, hopping down the mushrooms and you see the kingdom in the background. Uh yeah, it was Toad that uh that said something if I remember correctly. I think it's uh um something to do with adventure or something like that. Because, like, Toad was mentioning how his adventure starts now or something like that. Like, Toad just was, like, immediately his best friend. Like, <laughs> there was no, like, they had a conversation thing. I mean, like, like, he just showed up. Toad said, don't eat that. Never mind. It's fine. Toad goes on his own business. Mario's just trying to figure things out. Mentions that his his brother went somewhere dark. He's like, that's terrible. <laughs> and then they're just ready. He's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just immediate. <laughs> like, there was no, like... I'm just, I guess I'm just so used to different pacing with with other movies that yeah. this one threw me off. <laughs> yeah, I think it kind of like set the set the tone for his personality, though, like Toad's oh, personality, yeah. Yeah, like being fair, so carefree fair. and just being like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's, yep, yeah, let's just yep. hit the road, man. And then they they got Keegan Michael Key to voice Toad, and I don't know if yes. you guys are familiar with him at all, but he's one of my yeah. he's one of my favorite comedians. Like he's that, he's great. He, Key and Peel, that that shows all sketch comedy, and it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Actually, that does that does remind me of one thing that I thought was like kind of like a shame because they did a amazing job with the overall cast of this uh, movie. Um, I felt like they should have had more things where they were playing into who they got right so like the thing with the thing with jack black and bowser like like i have i have a tiktok of forever ago when i saw the when i saw that he was going to be bowser and i was like so hyping about like the idea of him him you know um doing music and stuff like that and then like people me and people on tiktok were talking about him like the entire movie being a musical and i was like i'd probably get into that and like it was just like really cool but like 
Um, I recently found out that we almost were going to get it because Jack Black is usually uh, uh, apparently a little bit more remiss about like combining his singing with his acting. And um, but they eventually convinced him to do it. Uh, to do a song and it just kind of got me thinking it probably would have been really good if we got to play off of like because like they got a lot of like really funny people and I think it would have been better if they played off of like their unique sense of humor and their unique style of their humor and stuff like that like they got Charlie Day as Luigi it would have been amazing if we got just a little skosh a little skosh of like always sunny in Philadelphia kind of thing. Yeah. Like the, and then like, again, the Keegan, Mike and key thing, like it, like key and peel is phenomenal. Like, I don't know. Like, I just think like if we got scripts to where we could just play just a little bit into those, I don't know. I think it would have been really, really funny. <laughs> yeah. They they might have avoided some of that just simply because this movie was was geared towards children, so I don't I don't know how much they could get away with. Like... The, the Lego Movie they got a uh, they got a uh, what was it um uh Lonely Island did the credit song and you hear their humor with their music in the credit song because the entire song is about being a credit song and that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually watched that movie. I need to watch it. Yes, I, just, I recommend I it. The Lego either. movies are fantastic. They're really funny. <laughs> but like nice. Well, the thing about it is is like I think this movie was going to they they were going out of their way to be safe and as safe as and as inoffensive as possible because first of all it's illumination. So like that's minions and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kids and stuff, but also like Nintendo's finally like poking their head out of you know pulling their head out of the sand about movies and mm -hmm. I think they were just trying to make sure that like they didn't upset Nintendo to go back into hiding from movies again because like yep, scare them <laughs> yeah the, the yeah. old Mario movie is why we never got any other uh, Nintendo licensed movies we got we got a few crappy TV shows here and there but no no movies like, like, I don't know if you guys remember watching the old Kirby show or the old Donkey Kong oh, show. Yeah, I, I remember those. Yeah. I liked that one Kirby show. I don't know if that was considered the old, like, I don't know if there was like an older Kirby show or not. But like, I, I, I for what is worth it, I, uh, I think it was like on, uh, what was it? The, the four kids? Was it four kids? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. yeah. Uh, my only problem with with the Kirby cartoon was they they treated Kirby like a Pokemon, and he's just going around saying his name all the time, and that that got annoying mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, and I didn't really much care for Meta Knight's voice. I I don't I don't know why, but I'd have to watch it again to to remember. But I I I I do remember what you guys are talking about. Yeah, with the Kirby thing. I also remember the Donkey Kong. Um... Legend of the Crystal Coconut or something like yeah. that. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that... I, I remember thinking that they were really good when I was a kid, but now that I watch them as an adult, I'd probably think they're not so great, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so where, where are we at now? We, we, uh, we're in the Mushroom Kingdom now, um, mm -hmm. and Toad is just, like, taking charge, and Mario's just, yeah. like, just there. 
We're bringing him through the crowd. His brother's about to die. (laughs) He's totally fine. I'm just trying to move the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) But this kind of made me feel like um, it was kind of like a level from one of the 3D World games because there was still some platforming Mm -hmm. there, but it wasn't side-scrolling. And there were a lot of elements of Mario levels in that scene. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. This is also the part of the the movie where I started to really notice the re, um, music remixes. Yeah, the score. Yeah. I I was just like, oh my god, this is, this probably. I think one of my favorite things of the movie, if not the, my my favorite thing of it, was the music remixes, and that yeah. was, it was phenomenal. I was, was like, oh my god, this is great. <laughs> it was one of the things I was hoping for. I'm so glad they delivered on that. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then they get to Peach, and she just is like, the, f- the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, everybody no. else is like, no, the, everybody the toad else is guards. like, the, the, yeah, the toad oh, guards. Yeah, the toad. <laughs> Let's back up to the toad guards. Freaking, yeah. She's in another castle. <laughs> yeah, that part, that was hilarious. I love that. And then, and then Toad didn't like the fact that they were picking on him, so he made them food. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another castle. Oh, speaking of that phrase, uh, Carl remembers this. I showed it to you once before, Jada, but I don't know if you remember it. It was, uh, it was a Zelda uh, comedy skit from way back in the day. And Mario and and Link are sitting in a bar, and Link's just going about all of his troubles. And, and at the end of it, M- Mario goes like, "You know, like we have a saying back where I'm from about princesses and, and everything you got to do to save them. Nothing changes. Sounds like your princess is in another castle." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Link's like, "Yep, she's totally in another castle." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, then we uh, we we get a little bit of that. Uh, uh, I like I like the direction they went with Peach, because if anybody needed character development from this franchise, it's her. <laughs> I had go. a problem with Peach. <laughs> oh my god, I had a problem, a huge problem with Peach. Okay, so. Okay, so me having a badass character, I love that shit. Do not get me wrong. I love the fact that they made Peach a badass. Perfectly fine. My problem with Peach was that they made her a Mary Sue. Mary Sue characters are characters that have no problems whatsoever. There was there was no issue that Peach ever had in that entire freaking movie other than the ones that she cost for herself. <laughs> Which I can only even think of one. And like, it was just kind of, it just kind of happened. Yeah, but the one, m- the one major problem she had, she made Mario deal with it. Like, the, you know, <laughs> Cranky Kong didn't want to give her the army. She's like, okay, Mario, go deal with that. <laughs> well, I, well, actually, that, that had more to do with Mario talking out of his ass because she that was too. actually trying to say that it was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
but no like yeah okay so like for example like take the take the uh john wick movies if you guys have seen any of those or um a taken movies or any movie where you have a badass main character fighting a bunch of people working their way through it doesn't matter what you pull throughout the movie there will be multiple times where they have struggles even though they're able to shut down full armies by themselves, there is still struggle and even character development as they do this. Peach had none of these things. <laughs> That's a problem to me. It's just like it, it, it bugs me that like she didn't have issues. She became less relatable of a character because she didn't have issues. Well, I felt that Peach was like necessary to just be there but they didn't really utilize her like as a main character she felt like more like a mm. background character so like well they kind of had to do that because if they if they just had peach do it she would have just been able to do it because they built her to be a character that could have done it right yeah. but they made scenarios to where she couldn't have um another good example is like when when people when when you remove a character from something so that way other characters can have that limelight because if that character was there, they would have just solved the problem. A good example of this is Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. But I was fine with Peach. Yeah, I think that they... I think that they made Peach the way that they did because... <laughs> Like Mario, you know, was stressed out about his brother, right? Yeah. And then you had Peach, who's who I think was sort of the emotional support sort of character that was like the rock, right? Of and then you had Toad that was just kind of like everywhere. Like he wasn't yeah. really like emotionally engaged with the struggle. He was just kind of there, right? So I think that it was important that Peach what? like was the rock of that yeah. sort of trio. Don't get me wrong, that that could have still be established. A good chunk yeah. of her character could have still been mostly established. There would have been no reason to have changed much of it. Just add some more nuances. Maybe, here's an example. Let's just say maybe when it came to that obstacle course, she wasn't able to get it done on her first try. Maybe it did, you know, she did have issues. Maybe, you know, maybe that was a possibility. The only thing of like, the only issue that I had ever seen her, her do, her have. Yeah, sure, there's like a level of mystery to her background, but I'm not even really incorporating that because like, it's not like she was really like, she just, she, she ended up here and she doesn't really seem to have that much of a problem with that. But like, um, so there's a scene where she dips a spear in like lava or something, and then she throws it. It hits no one. I don't even know who she was throwing it at. I don't know who she was throwing it towards, but it happened to graze the grandpa bomb. Oh. And, oh yeah i remember and, that one yeah and that was clearly not her intention i thought that was her intention but it clearly wasn't because when he blew up she was like the only one that got affected by the explosion she got yeah. knocked over as if she didn't know that she had done that to him that was the only only time i had ever seen any sort of like hiccup with her character 
And that's all that's all I was more of asking. If she needed to be like the rock, like you were saying, perfectly, like I get it. Like I want it, like her being a badass, I'm perfectly okay with. It's just I I don't know. I like it when my characters have relatable qualities. Right. Yeah. That that was that was my big my big issue with Peach. Sorry, sorry, I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Um I, I can't remember exactly how all the scenes play out, but I know somewhere in here is we um we see Luigi in the Badlands or the Dark World or whatever yeah. they called it in this thing. And that scene where he's like, you know, basically pissing himself and then the lightning strikes and then there's all those shy guys right behind him. That mm -hmm. was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that scene. And yeah. then they imprison his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well i i like that scene because i love luigi's mansion and like that entire environment was basically a huge reference to luigi's mansion like and i just i just love that game so much yeah so this is this is another actually uh so like this would also be around the time when like mario's doing like the obstacle course thing and like you know stuff like that and th this is another this is another good example of like when when you clearly start to see like Luigi's cowardice and when you clearly start to see Mario's um, the fact that like Mario has a problem with his size or stuff like that, because like, shoot, when it came to Peach talking to him, one of the things she kept raising on him was the fact that he was so small. Right. So right. like. Yeah. And then when it comes to the obstacle course, the entire obstacle course was about him getting a power up to make him bigger. So here's another here's another implement of like, OK, clearly Luigi has his cowardice to work through and Mario has to work through the fact that he's short. Yep. Yeah. And then the obstacle course itself, yeah, it was your <laughs> typical 80s montage training sequence. And I didn't mind it, but like all over the internet, people are shitting over their music choice for this. Um, they, you know, they used "I Need a Hero" by whoever mm -hmm. I can't even remember what it is, but like, mm -hmm. yeah, just I, like in track. That, and that was that was a big complaint with this movie in general. Is a lot of people were like, "Why did they use all these '80s movies?" And I'm like, I was fine with it, but because like Mario came out in the '80s, I thought that's yeah. why they chose the music they did. Like, it fits. It. It's of the uh, it's of the era. I don't yeah, know. and plus, I I don't think like, that it would have been uh, I I don't think it would have been necessary like 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 I had said with the with the remixed music you didn't want that to be the whole movie like I right. mean you want to use some like tracks that people know and people you know to be able to relate to and and you'd be like oh I know that song you know you want you want that somewhere like right and I don't like. Know. And like, what other what other music w would you use other than that kind of music? Like, I mean, I'm I'm more of the metal scene, I guess. But like, I can't think of anything post 2000 that would fit that scene. Like, they don't write music like that anymore that can be used in such a way. You know, you, your your I need a hero or um, another one I had off the top of my head. Like, you're the best around. Like. Or the final countdown. They don't write songs like that anymore. Uh, at, at least not that I'm aware. Like if if you guys could set, give me a better suggestion, I'm will I'm willing to listen. But like, I feel yeah. Like um, when it came to uh, them making it to uh, 
uh, like the Donkey Kong like place or whatever. Um, they're on that. They're on that track to get to Cranky Kong. And wasn't mm. that Take Me On? Or yeah, take, take on me, or whatever. Yeah, yeah take on yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and that was also an '80s track. So like, and I, I like that was one of my favorites. So like, I like, yeah. I feel like a lot of that stuff just like kind of like worked with the the ambience. You're you're like I think the idea of going like the '80s route with the remixes with Jack Black being awesome. Like, I mean, I feel like this was, like, genius, like, scoring. Like, I yeah. mean, like, he, yeah, I have, like, I feel like this is one of the things, like, I feel like they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, I yeah. have zero I think so too, complaints yeah. with the soundtrack. Zero complaints with the soundtrack, but a lot of people are pissed about it for some reason. I just That being said, they were pissed off just by the idea of, like, it coming out. So, like... Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, some people just want... Some people are just professional like piss ants i guess i don't know like they just make it their job to be pissed off but and i just this is the way some people are i guess but um that uh that training sequence though we it's another platforming and it was kind of like a combination between side scrolling and like the the 3d world kind of kind of stuff you got a little bit of both in there mm-hmm. and i i like and and, and what I like the most about it is like it was a true training area. All the enemies were robotic. They they didn't have like real piranha plants and shit in there. It was all <laughs> robots. Mm-hmm, and uh, yeah. I don't I don't know if you've guys seen it, but like they've recreated the training uh, section in like Mario Maker Two, and I've seen it on TikTok before, and it's actually pretty cool. Nice. I have to try that sometime. Get Mario Maker Two and try that. They, um, so we also have another Bowser scene in here somewhere. I yeah, it's around, exactly. yeah, it's around all this. And that's where we get our first verse of Peaches. Or is it the, um, I can't remember if it's like the rock party that he has or if it's the piano actually, scene. Actually, just addressing, addressing the Bowser stuff in general. Can we talk about how good his spy network was oh yeah (laughs) like anytime something happened he literally found out that moment yeah yeah i mean i've always thought bowser's henchmen were way more competent than he was like yeah like they knew that she was that she was training mario yeah how did they know that like all he cared about was that she all that he cared about is does she find him attractive? Yeah, that's like one of those. I I feel like that's how they were wanting to go about it. They they're like we what we want is two things right now. We want Bowser to simp really hard, and we want this to distract the fact that his men are really good at their job. <laughs> I always kind of thought that it was really just Kamek that ran the place with, you know, Bowser as a as a front person for it. I, I, I mean, and, and I know that's just my head cannon for it. <laughs> Bowser's just like the Queen of England, so to speak, just like a figure, you know, a figurehead. But he could breathe fire and kill people, so. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, I can't remember if it's now that he does the um scene where uh he's having that big metal concert, or if it's the first piano scene. I can't remember which one happens first. Uh, oh God! There was also <laughs> the one when he's like when he you know gets a hold of like Luigi himself. So like, oh God! That was more later. I think yeah. it's the rock concert, yeah, and then I think it's that the rock scene concert. with Peaches, yeah. and then Luigi. Yeah, because um, yeah, that's you know he good. he's announcing his intentions to the men, and then he says she's going to marry her, and they're all like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, because he yeah because he does that when he receives like they do the whole concert thing because of the fact that he got the star, right? And yeah, that okay. that yeah that had to have been the first scene after him getting the star, so. There's that. And then and then now that you understand that his whole thing is about wanting to marry Peach, um, we then have the song. Yeah, would yeah. have been probably around this point. Because, yeah, I think this would have been when um, when he's finding out about Mario being there and then i think that's when we cut to them at the tree maybe something like that am Pretty, i jumping yeah. i can't remember <laughs> no i think the i think the tree scene comes next well okay. I, th I think it's like i think it's like their traveling scene like they show them in a bunch of different like it's a montage of that's true of different like levels and stuff so and then i think it cuts to the tree after that gotcha gotcha um don't quote me on that, but <laughs> well, anyway, so, the, like the, the next thing of significance is yeah. meeting Cranky Kong and the Donkey Kong fight, which yes, I know a lot of people were saying that Donkey Kong didn't need to be in this movie, but I'm glad they put him in there because like it shows the rivalry, but then they have some a little bit of like development, like they become sort of friends, and also it kind of. It kind of takes a. It, it kind of like um, ret, um, retcons the fact that Mario used to abuse this ape in the circus. So, so that yeah, that's a thing. I see your eyes, Carl. That's a thing. For, no, I was just <laughs> no. What I was thinking of was back at the Punch Out uh, Cafe. They had the. They had the the one the one game as like an arcade game. Oh, Donkey um, Kong. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. 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 That, I that, about that, that. Yeah. That was that was You're what right. I was thinking of. That's what popped in my head. <laughs> yeah. But um... and th that was actually what I was expecting to be like the layout of the battlefield in 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 that. But um, it was more like Smash I, Brothers. Yeah, it was more yeah, like Smash Brothers. Yeah, I thought Brothers. that was kind of cool, personally. Yeah, I prefer what the, I definitely prefer what they did um, yeah. versus what I thought was going to happen. I'm glad that like um, that stage was just a reference on an arcade cabinet. I felt like that is a much better reference for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I did. I definitely didn't need to see like them reenact a level of Donkey Kong. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad we got the the Smash Brothers level. That that's basically what it was. Yeah. And uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong actually not terrible. I didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I saw him doing an interview about it, 
And he's like, well, if you want me to be this character, I'm just going to use my voice. I'm not going to give him a voice. I don't do voices. And I'm like, well, I mean, you do you, but that's kind of a shitty, piss poor way of looking at it. But hey, it worked. It, like Seth Rogen's it, it was, normal it was voice the works. Same, it was the same thing when it came to, I think he was doing, um, I mean, actually, in all of his voice acting stuff, he's never really done voices for what it's yeah. worth. Um, so, like, I mean, I feel like, it might it might have come came out probably pretty strong, but like, I mean, if I don't think you should be expecting like if the whole reason you wanted to get Seth Rogen was because you were expecting him to do voices when he he's never done voices. Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> kind of like yeah. the the more of the rub. Yeah, I, I feel like it was more of just like, OK, we need a voice actor, you know, mm -hmm. and they. They chose Seth Rogen just because this is what he sounds like. And they didn't, they they didn't want John him to do I don't know yeah. if I would have wanted him to be Donkey Kong, but like I'd I'd like to at least hear it. Yeah. Um. Uh, know, Donkey though. Kong as like Bender or Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe maybe Bender. Jake and Bender are di are pretty different. Um. But maybe maybe Donkey Kong is bender for John DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> but um then we get the Mario Kart section, which I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about. I thought it looked cool and it but it kind of felt shoehorned in almost, but like I still enjoyed it, so like I don't know. I'm 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 kind of like neutral about this this scene. I personally thought it was like a big reference to Diddy Kong Racing. Because, like, oh, how the Kongs just what, have uh, the carts. Sorry, like, sorry. I just... ba back it up to the fight real quick. I'm sorry. Diddy Kong yeah. getting yelled at? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's used... just, like, looking at him like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> That's because he was still cheering. <laughs> like, he said, shut up. <laughs> but anyway, you, you were yeah, talking about Diddy good. Kong Racing. Yeah, no, I just just how just how the Kongs had all the carts and stuff. Like I, I just figured that that was probably a a callback maybe to Diddy Kong Racing, just how like they it was it was because Diddy Kong Racing had a bunch of different characters and everything like that, and this is what this is a bunch of different characters coming together, and I don't know. Yeah, I just figured that was probably a reference to it, maybe potentially, but like. I don't know, like, it, like the the way they build their carts is identical to the way you build your carts in Mario Kart Eight, and yeah, like I said, I'm 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 pretty neutral about this scene because, like, I thought it looked cool, and like, I guess it served a purpose, but at the same time, I I kind of felt like they shoehorned it in just for the sake of, hey, let's 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 put Mario Kart in here too. This goes this this goes back to um my point on like Bowser's spy network because their whole thing going forward was to ambush Bowser and he already had the information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And ambushed them like <laughs> Yeah. This is this is where the Peaches song came in because he was singing his song and then they tell him about the um about the the carts the kongs mm -hmm. and and i love that like 
Bowser's Bowser's like come over here, no. jam with me. Uh, it was when he was going to uh, kiss the one guy, if I remember correctly. I don't. Remember. I don't remember because because like there were he was dressed up as Peach. They were doing the faux wedding oh, thing, right, right, right. And yeah. then he gets informed yeah. the information, and yeah. then that's when you do okay. the whole cards thing. Yeah, that's right. I thought he was practicing his proposal. Yep. You make a yeah. girl like you makes a turtle come out of a shell. <laughs> yeah. That oh, also perfect for this. Kind of like backtracking. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. Before, but, well, before they did the whole cart thing, when they had the the planning session with Cranky Kong, uh -huh. that map was. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I loved it. I think that was the map from Super Mario World. Like the map yeah. that they were looking at. I love that okay. too. That was that was great. That was a great reference too. Yeah, which is kind of funny because the Mushroom Kingdom isn't a location in Super Mario World, right? But yeah. still, I I loved it. Yeah. I actually, I think I, I think that was really funny actually because like you, you you because you startled Yoshi's Island. It, like, is Yoshi's Island part of the Mushroom Kingdom? Maybe a subsection of it or something? Or I don't I don't well, know. With how but... they did the movie, it just kind of seemed like all the all the places were together and separate at the same time. It yeah. it almost seemed like the places could like were were connected, but could also just stop being connected. Like it yeah. didn't really seem like they. It didn't seem like it it was consistent or ever needed to be consistent. I think it was just part of like the mysticism of it all or something like that. Well, that's like that's how it is when playing. Um, I know Super Mario 3 when you travel around to different worlds and stuff, they're all just not physically connected, really, I don't think. Mm -hmm. um, at least at least they're not in um, the Super Mario. Uh, I can't remember uh, 3D 3D world. Like you just travel there by pipe, right? It's like this magical pipe that's in the sky. And actually, the, probably they probably referenced that in the movie too when they were, you know, going to the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like they're not ever like physically connected. Typically, not in in the games. They're they usually yeah. aren't. I don't think. Yeah, not not in a geological sense. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to go back onto that. Uh... Onto that uh, kissing scene real quick. Um, I happen to notice. So, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know like names. I don't know who who the that wizard general that was dressed up as Peach is. It's Kamek. Kamek? Yeah, Kamek. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when he when they were raised Bowser. When they were about to kiss, I noticed that he started to stick out his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. That's no, weird. I didn't notice that either. I don't think that that's so weird because, like, it, and the games, it, if um, Kamek raises Bowser, like that's his. Well, it's the same thing parent. with Toad, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, is a Toad supposed to be Peach's dad? <laughs> I don't know how that works out. I, it was like a bunch of toads that raised Peach. Yeah, that's how I they guess. did. That's how they did it. I guess like the council, because it kind of looked like they were doing like a council thing. But you didn't mm -hmm. even really seem like any of them in particular were like the specific one that were raising her, or like she didn't make it seem that way. Um, she just made it seem like 
I showed up. I made one of them eat my pacifier and <laughs> they made me their princess. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking Super Mario Only's fans. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, we try not to think about it. We try not to think about it. Oh, and also, like, did you guys ever see um, Matt Pat's game theory, which I, I know we're splitting hairs when it comes to game theory, but did you ever see where he compared the toads to being like a colony of bees? I don't think so. Well, so in that video, the, the gist of it is that the, the game where they uh, had uh, Toadette come, had just come out mm-hmm. and um, MatPat kind of, you know, MatPat it and, and um, he, so like, the the idea is that maybe Princess Peach was a toad at one point, and and she got the you know and she became a toadette and eventually became princess or queen, and due to the fact that she's always getting kidnapped, the um kingdom's always in trouble. The toads are starting to rebel against their queen as a beehive would if their queen mm-hmm. starts failing their duties. And replacing them with a new queen, Toadette. <laughs> but that, 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 like I said, that's just you. You know how game theory is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only game theory episode I remember, like specifically, was where uh, in Majora's Mask they were thinking that Link is dead, and like yeah. he was going through like the stages of grief and stuff. Yeah, and one that of my favorite quick. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could debunk it with like one line in the game because there was that one in Econa Canyon. There's that cave where this one of the Poes or whatever yeah. you fight said he said that Link was full of life, and it's like can't be full of life yeah. if you're dead. <laughs> yeah, that that's a topic for another time. Yeah, um, yeah, we can talk about that another time. We'll, yeah. we'll do we'll do we'll do a bunch of episodes in the future where we just kind of nitpick at Matt Pat. As much as I love the guy, I do. I love Matt Pat, but some of those videos are like, come on, bro. <laughs> right. Uh, so where are we at next with the movie? We we had uh we oh, uh, the ambush would be yeah. taking place because or you would yeah. have the Rainbow Road um yeah, and Rainbow the ambush. And, and Bowser cuts him off. <laughs> yep. Because um, of his incredible spy network. And nope. stuff yeah. stuff happens. People end up in the water, and the Donkey Kong and Mario become frenemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I would okay. So like, it was it was like kind of like like hate bonering yeah. to frenemies, and then at the end, it's like a it's like a a weird family thing. Yeah, but they yeah. did have that nice little heart to heart because it turns out both their dads are kind of like jackasses to them. A nice but... little heart to heart? Okay, if this is what I remember. Um, uh, freaking Donkey Kong did was sick of his dad seeing him as a joke. Mario's like, well, my dad doesn't think that I'm, I'm that great either. Donkey Kong's like, well, your dad's right. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the heart to heart. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like Mario saves Donkey Kong's life and stuff. And, and, and before I talk anymore, this is a good time to bring up that 
The movie got that part wrong anyway. Uh, Cranky Kong is not Donkey Kong's dad. It's his grandpa. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, like I, I don't know that if relations even that, matter. Yeah, <laughs> a detail that doesn't really matter, but yeah, it's just... I don't know why, but like it seems just like Donkey Kong Jr. has been erased from existence for some reason. And I don't know, but anyway, yeah, that Cranky Kong's not Donkey Kong's dad. Like, yeah, yeah. Just for listeners, like they got that wrong. Just so you know, it doesn't matter. Affects nothing, but it is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if I if if I spent my life learning all this lore and shit about fucking video games and fictional worlds. I want to point out when, when the creators get it wrong. Because <laughs> I'm petty like that. <laughs> oh, so... Yeah. what What's next? Or did um, you guys want to talk about so, the, so, the wreck? So, um, so, Mario, so Mario had, had, saved, had saved Donkey Kong from drowning, but then they get eaten by the fish, and then that's when they were having the, the heart-to-heart. Um, and then Donkey Kong saved Mario via rocket. Now, oh, during okay. this time, everyone got captured, and we should probably talk about how amazing that blue star is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, I, I, I'm not that, like, Mario-centric. What is the blue star? I don't know. The blue shell? Or... No, the, the blue that, star that... That was another thing that pissed me off! Oh. The blue shell hit someone that wasn't in first. <laughs> Did it? As the target. I I... Yeah, because Peach was technically in front of Mario and Donkey Kong, which would led them into the water. <laughs> oh, okay, oh. yeah. I missed that bit. Yeah, because her bike was just slightly ahead. Now, the blue shell can hit, like, something on the way to the target, but it would just hit them. It wouldn't, yeah. like, that is, th th then it's over with the blue shell. The blue shell always seeks it out, still. So, like, bullshit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have to rewatch that scene again, because it, it might have been, like... It might have been like just before. Was it like just before the blue shell hit? Because like if it if well, it like locks onto its in, target, the guy like just turned before into it the blue shell after right. his like his thing died. His thing died, and Peach had been ahead. Oh, okay. And then they yeah. caught up to Peach, and they were even. Don't get mm. me wrong, but technically her wheel was in front. Like if we were talking about a, crossing the finish line, she would have won. So like okay. to me, that means she's in first. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. yeah i'll definitely have to watch that scene again because I, I i don't remember i i don't remember that one because i think the, i think what was really going on was he was specifically becoming a, a blue shell to target them specifically mm -hmm. but that was really what was going on and technically they were never racing so technically peach would it technically be in first i'm just saying she was ahead so like <laughs> yeah. that that's my my petty shade that i'm throwing <laughs> um but no, uh the, the blue star person that was like yeah. all about like life is misery the <laughs> oh like, the luma yeah the luma yeah yes. okay i was like what are you guys talking about because i'm thinking like superstar like 
shaped uh, yeah. blue star. No, okay, the Luma. Yeah, the, the that one. Yeah, that was hilarious. What, I thought. What is, so what is that? It's That's from, from Galaxy, Mario Galaxy. Yeah. It, it, does it is it depressing in Mario Galaxy? Like I don't know anything about no, it. I, that's just unique to that one. Yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> it, does think... it do anything? Sorry. Um. The Lumas are like little like they're they're basically citizens of yeah. Mario Galaxy. Like they oh, are. Uh, they're, yeah. they're the they're the toads of Mario Galaxy. Basically. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Why there's one imprisoned by Bowser is beyond me, and why he's such a masochist is beyond me. He's not even <laughs> he's not even imprisoned. Like he could easily get out of the gate the the thing. He I'm really assuming could, yeah. they could fly. Yeah. <laughs> so like fly, yeah. he could have left forever ago. He just yeah. wanted them to feel agony and misery and shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea why they chose that personality. Maybe just to match with his blue color. It was. It was pretty. It was. Being it blue. Was I don't know. I. Th I think. It, I think it was because of like how. Like what probably happened was like they got a kid to voice it or something like that. They probably started there. And then when they were hearing the kid do lines, they were like, you know, it'd be really funny. And then that led to them leading yeah. down the depression. Probably. <laughs> the sweet relief of death. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. It, it, worked yeah, it worked really well. He's kind of like the star of the movie almost. He got the, <laughs> he got the, he got the, you know, the scene right before the credits and everything, you know? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. He played the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think we are at the point now where like Bowser is confronting Peach and trying to get her to marry him. Yeah, because like mm. she bolted to the Mushroom Kingdom to evacuate the city. And then and then the whole reason she even got to like the stage to where like she agreed to like marrying him was because they started to torture Toad, who just told her that he would stay with her again. So like if he actually left, like maybe that entire scene wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Then, uh, you know, she refuses to marry him, but then he's like, well, do it or... Torture Toad. Yeah, Torture Toad. <laughs> torture She's like, toad. uh, well, I can't well, have that. You drive a hard bargain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like it when, uh, my toads are being tortured. Darn it! My one weakness as princess. <laughs> <laughs> and then from here I get a little fuzzy on the details because so much is happening all at once as far as like the sequence of the all. wedding that the was wedding. like the big thing so the wedding's happening and then um, Which is this was also Odyssey when we were reference. wrapping up inside the fish to where yeah, they yeah, get yeah. on the rocket on the way to the wedding so that's right. so we are now co colliding all of our separate like scenes normally we have a bowser scene and then we might have like a mario scene and then that peach scene we are now colliding them all into they're all getting to the same location at least right 
and the um the the Bowser uh white tux thing is a reference to Mario Odyssey. He wears that same tux. Because that's yeah. what okay. he was trying that's what he was trying to do in Mario Odyssey as well was get well I mean that's typically what he's always trying to do, but yeah. Getting Peach to marry him. But this time he was suited up for it. And um I don't know. Nothing nothing I could think of with that that I want to talk about. So um you guys so like the wedding that? the wedding scene here here is another good example of like how like you know Peach just really doesn't have anything to worry about. She didn't need to be saved in this situation. Um she had a plan with Toad of having the ice flower and stuff like that. And then she ended up becoming like the thing that fucked up her own plan, which I thought was just kind of funny. <laughs> um she used the ice flower to freeze the th the thing from lowering of all the prisoners from going into the lava and then also froze Bowser. Putting him out of commission allowed her to like fight everyone else. Um right. and then yeah, she was like taking on everyone with like without any problems whatsoever. Oh, um, and um until the moment she threw the spear and blew herself up, which also broke the ice that she put on the thing, um, and then right. started to lower. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention about the wedding was the uh, attendance, uh, King Babam being there. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Is that the is that the one? Yeah, is that is that the Grandpa Bob? He just had the white mustache or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the one from she, Super Mario 64. Yeah, she yeah. accidentally blows him up. I thought yeah. it was intentional, but considering she got hit by the explosion from the back, I was under the impression I stopped. I guess she didn't mean to. Um, and yeah, she did. Yeah, it was because of the weird flaming spear thing, but um. Yeah, after all that, that's when, um, I want to say that's when Mario and Donkey Kong show up. I think so, yeah. Because yeah. Donkey Kong catches the, the cages, and Mario catches Luigi. Mm -hmm. And now we finally get some Luigi action, as he's been in prison nearly the whole freaking movie and getting almost no spotlight. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. Did, did I don't think we got anything until they go to Brooklyn though. What what do you do? What do you do in uh at the wedding? I don't even think he did anything. I, I don't know. I don't think he did either. Because uh let me let me let me try to let me try to remember. So like when they show, when the oh right, I I skipped like a whole part cuz there was like a whole montage between um Mario and Donkey Kong, didn't that happen before? Yeah, because the rocket, the rocket got shot out of the sky. And so they yeah. had to fight their way to the wedding. Yeah, because oh, okay, yeah. that's when Mario got the Tanuki power up. Yeah. Oh, and that, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. And so yeah. there was like this whole badass moment between all between Mario and Donkey Kong. Um, that. And then yeah, that then they get then they get to there, and then that's when everyone's happy because you know they're winning and Browser's on ice. 
Bowser gets pissed off because uh, he simps so goddamn hard and sees Peach standing there with Mario, and that was enough to make him burn his way out. Um, and I think, was that when he drops a bullet bill? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't remember, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> so th I, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking it happens. We'll, we'll work with that until someone proves me wrong. <laughs> so, like, I think Bullet Bill shows up. And um, then it's about how... Oh, yeah. He wanted to blow up Mushroom Kingdom, which wasn't mm -hmm. exactly where they were. They were above it with, like, Bowser stuff, but, like, they they weren't quite there, so... Tanuki Mario flies after Bullet Bill. And then that's where most of that scene is. And then Mario makes this colossal fuck up <laughs> of like how because like he managed to get the, the bullet to stop wanting to blow up the Mushroom Kingdom and start chasing him. Yeah. And so he brings it into the into the the portal and then it blows up in the portal which forces parts of mushroom kingdom and most of bowser's kingdom into the portal into brooklyn which is another parallel to the uh, original movie from back in the 90s that same thing happens okay um uh, Somebody, somebody tries to open the portal, but they're not the right person, or something like that. It blow big explosion, and then all of a sudden, Bowser and some and everybody is coming from Dinosaur Land into the real world. So that that the I, I don't know. I I thought it was cool that they borrowed from the original movie as much as they did, and then they ended up getting all you know, suck back to their original world at a point. Okay, so so uh now we're now we're like at like the final scene thing and um I don't know which one what what should what should we do first? Should you guys start talking about how awesome you guys liked it or should I talk about all of the nuances that I had a problem with? <laughs> um to be perfectly honest, I don't remember as much of it. Um of the ending as I do the beginning mm -hmm. um, of the movie itself. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I only watched the movie twice. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't remember all the finer details of the end of it, especially since the second time I watched it, I had my kids with me and you know how my kids are. And, uh, do you, do you remember much about the, the ending sequence, Jacob? Not much um probably not much more than you do um I, I i remember enjoying it because that was luigi's time to shine um yeah. like luigi finally had his spot his chance in the spotlight he finally and, finally player two yeah he was exactly yeah that's that's what i was talking about earlier yeah. was uh he's finally player two at this point and yeah, yeah and that final scene I like the the when they are just laying into Bowser. Loved all of that. That was fantastic. But my problem was how we got there. Like I said, on our way up to this point, on our way up to this point, we had 
so many things playing into the fact that Mario is short and this is a problem that he deals with and Luigi is a coward and that is a problem that he deals with. Hell, right at this moment, he's currently hiding in a fucking trash can. <laughs> so, at, for what it's worth, he fell into the dumpster and then he just stayed there. But like, <laughs> but like, this is when, this is where like, oh my god. Okay, so what happened was there was this there um, uh, Bowser laid into Mario, but ended up getting him into the cafe they were at earlier, and then mentions how he's scared or a coward or something like that. And Mario's sitting there. He's watching the he's watching the commercial. And um, that inspires him to take action. And then the following scene, we end up seeing him try to reach the star. He barely makes or he doesn't make it in time. Fire from Bowser shows up and then Luigi steps in to save the day. That's what we were given. And it pisses me off. <laughs> Maybe pisses me off is a strong term. It's more of like, they were so close. They were so close to like, doing this. So, Luigi was the coward. Mario was small. <laughs> what they should have done, they could have gone two different angles. Let's say like, Mario was being catcalled by catcalls not the right word but he's being <laughs> fucking <laughs> ranted at but roasted by by bowser called short weak little whatever all these things and he can't do anything to bowser right let's say that's the case we set that up right meanwhile luigi's in the cafe and he's hearing his his um the um the commercial Right. And it's about him. Not uh, maybe he's not needs to stop being a coward and get out of hiding. We, we get both of these angles of like, this is your moment to be big, Mario. This is your moment to be uh, brave, Luigi. And then we have the scene where Luigi shows up and we weren't expecting that to happen because he was just hiding a second ago. And. We weren't sure that Mario could really do much of anything because, like, of his size or something like that. Like, if we just went about... <laughs> I just hate that we had all these build-up moments, and then the one time to execute, we don't do it. And then we just kind of cut it short. But we do have a really big finish, and then we do get to make Luigi player two. So these these things are still delivered. It's just, damn it, <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I. I think I was just too marvelled at the visuals of all of it to really like sit and comprehend what was actually going on. I think I was just, you know enjoying the cinematics of it not really thinking about like the consequences of any of it though then uh you know like they're heroes now and you know the dad's finally not being a dick I... and... okay that's another thing we need to address why are Mario they heroes did that <laughs> 
Bowser wasn't even an enemy to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Mario was the one that did that. Destroyed yeah. half of Brooklyn in one fell motion. Yay, they're heroes. <laughs> right. You solved the problem, you... Because... Uh... Meanwhile, meanwhile, there's still like the whole like flooding issue in Brooklyn too, like and that because like I don't think that ever got re resolved. In fact, I think they made it worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Oh, but we got we got our happy ending though. Okay, now that now that we made it to the end, I want to re reiterate: I really did love the movie. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys watch the end um like after the credits with yeah, the yoshi egg yeah. yes yes yeah yes but i'm like, really hoping that's a precursor for a for a sequel it, it probably is but at the same time it, it didn't really like hit me very much because there were yoshi in the movie but I mean, yeah, for like two seconds. There I mean, was also that one Yoshi game, right? Uh, what was it? Yoshi's uh, was Cookie. Uh, was it uh, <laughs> something to do with Yoshi needing to save like baby Mario or some shit? Oh, yeah. Yoshi's Island. Yeah, is that what that was? I don't yeah, remember what the game Super was. Mario, yeah, Super Mario World Two Yoshi's Island. Yeah, I love Yoshi. I just I would have wanted more Yoshi. I think that's yeah. my biggest critique of the yeah. movie. Yeah, it is, is that is that I wanted more Yoshi. It is kind of well, actually, a lot when it comes to like illumination um, and animated movies in general, there's a lot more cuts that they do. Um, mm -hmm. I would say, in comparison to like any other kind of like movie, because of just like all of the time management they have to deal with, with like actually going and doing the work of animating it, right? Um, yeah. so, uh, I'm that. They probably like when they were first working on this. Yoshi was probably a main player. It would not have surprised me. Yeah. yeah. You see him in like the montage of the levels and stuff like that. I think, and I, I think that's a, like you see like yeah, the herd yeah, of Yoshi's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think that's Yoshi's, that's yeah. pretty much it. But yeah, yeah. But this movie. This movie kind of retcons the Baby Mario thing because um, they show that scene where, you know, Mario was protecting Luigi from getting picked on or whatever at the park. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. unless they get sent to the Mushroom Kingdom or Yoshi's Island or whatever after that point or whatever, but... Well, yeah, what have... if... I mean, like, it could be... It could be, like, they got turned into babies. Yeah, well, the... The opening sequence of Yoshi's Island is that the mm. stork was on their was on their way to deliver yeah, the Mario yeah. Brothers to their parent, and something happened and they dropped Mario. Oh, sorry, so I just realized was there was part of there. there was part of like what I was thinking. I never said out loud. My bad. Um, so like what I was thinking is like what they could do instead of like maybe directly making like a Mario a Super Mario Brothers like two thing. Like they just make a Yoshi movie. Yeah. I'd be okay with that, honestly. Yeah, I'd be okay with that too. Actually, I would prefer that. Like, um, uh, characters, it, basically marveling it. Characters 
getting their own movies that are all part of the same universe. Basic, like mm-hmm. I said, basically MCUing the thing. As much as I don't really much care for Marvel movies anymore because I'm just over them. There's too many of them. Actually, I do, that's, I do like the formula. That's a perfect. That's a perfect segue because. Me and me and you almost had a conversation about the idea of uh, a Legend of Zelda movie, and you were mentioning. I think it started about how you were mentioning how like Illumination was saying that they weren't involved in like a Legend of Zelda movie. Um, what is like your like? How would you want them to go with one? Well, if they, a lot of people want it to be like live action but mm-hmm. in order to like keep it towards the arty uh i think what people what most people want is for it to be like game of thrones but zelda i don't necessarily want that i want something more along the lines of like how i trained your dragon for zelda you know that that kind of animation that kind of tone oh. yeah get get dreamworks in on it like just in yeah. general like um like like in terms of like in terms of like um what would it be like do i want to say like delivery so like when it came to this movie this wasn't this it wasn't like we were taking like a, a specific mario video game and making a movie adaptation of it this was taking the franchise and then making a movie adaptation of it. So, yeah. like, in terms of, like, yeah. story development and, like, you know, going off of, like, the, you know, Legend of Zelda stuff, what is it that you would like to see, like, from a movie, I guess, would be my question. Well, the thing about the Zelda universe is that they, all the games work better if you look at them as standalone games. You try to start... Mm-hmm. You know, the timeline's fucked. We talked about that before. Yeah. But um, as standalone games, they work best. So I would want that for a movie. I would want a movie with an original story. I wouldn't want a retelling yep. of Ocarina of Time like everybody wants. Yeah, we, that's we, that's exactly what, what I'm, what I, I'm hoping know. for, too. I think the know. idea of, like, a Legend of Zelda movie being its own unique, like, iteration in the clusterfuck of like legend of zelda timelines like yeah, like the, throw your there's easter the movie there timeline whatever, kind of thing yeah. yeah throw your easter eggs mm-hmm. in there or whatever yeah but i i would yeah. want it to be a standalone thing and uh, everybody's go-to is like oh do ocarina of time as a movie and i'm like somebody already has it's not great there there is a live action movie that retells Ocarina of Time. It's super low budget. You can look it up on YouTube and watch it right now. It's full length <laughs> film. Like runs like an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes or something like that. It's it's a movie. It's See, not, like not if exactly you ask me, but... like that's like another that's like another problem is that like no offense to the games, they are they're the games. Like the the storytelling and delivery is based off of the fact that they're they're games. Yeah. So when it comes to they're built that way. this being uh yeah, when it comes to this being a movie, it's entire like storytelling and how how it paces itself and how it delivers the story it's trying to tell is going to be built around the fact that it's a movie. So like even if they did do a um 
what is it? Uh, a Legend of, uh, and like say, let's say Ocarina of Time movie. I 100% guarantee that you would hate it. Like the general, you would hate it because yeah. of the fact that like you would have to add things and possibly get rid of things in order to tell the story better and people would hate it. What you're <laughs> describing is exactly what we got. You can look it up on YouTube. It's called Hero of Time. Yeah. It, and I I enjoy it for the fact that it's it's rather impressive for being as low budget that it is and being made by basically just like fans. It's it's not yeah. by like any super well-known studio. It's just some like, you know, lesser known, like it's just a bunch of people. And like, yeah. I think the person who plays Zelda gets recasted as Saria and recasted as a bunch of other females just because like they had no budget. Like I, I remember following its development um, for a little while because they were keeping a website updated and then I kind of just forgot about it. And then one day I, I was like, huh, I wonder, like several years later, I was like, huh, I wonder if they ever actually finished that. And I looked it up on YouTube. There it is. The whole the whole shebang. <laughs> lots of uh, practical effects. Lots of really bad CG. But it's <laughs> there. And it's exactly what you described. Something I'd, I'd hate. <laughs> <It's> I'd, <laughs> yeah. Like. As as a Zelda movie, I don't like it. I just like it as like, wow, these guys did a really fantastic job making a movie with what they had. Yeah. Yeah. But like if, if Nintendo were to sanction an actual movie, it would need to be a state like you could tell you you could rehash the old tropes, like, you know, yes. Zelda, Ganondorf, Link, whatever. You you could rehash all the old tropes, but it would have to be built for a movie and standalone, and preferably now, like in now, the style here's, of Now here's here's my other question: Do we do, <laughs> what like do we risk? Is in in your in your in your like dream version of this? Is Link talking or mute? Minimal talking. Minimum kinda, talking? Uh, well, kind of like I would imagine it as much dialogue as probably like Geralt gets in The Witcher. Did you watch The Witcher series? Interesting. It would be, it, it would be interesting. Okay, so like... I, I'm... So like... For you to yeah to pull to pull like The Witcher and then like you also mentioned Game of Thrones and then you were also mentioning How to Train Your Dragon, it would be interesting to see like the animated the animation style of like How to Train Your Dragon, but in like a drama format like those two movies or uh, TV series. My bad, yeah. like Game of Thrones or The Witcher. <laughs> Now, it would be very interesting to see how that would like look and feel because I've never really seen like dramatic animated stuff. Like maybe sad stuff, but not like at the level of drama that like The Witcher and like Game of Thrones, like just the vibe you get from it, it just feels different. So, like, 
It would. It, uh, that would be. That would just be interesting to see. I don't know if like I necessarily would want something like that for, you know, this particular talking point. But like, it just happened happen to make me think of that. I don't know. But um, also, if they wanted to do an anime adaptation of the Twilight Princess manga, I'd be okay with that too. <laughs> yeah. What What are you thinking about that, Jada? Before we sign off here, Zelda movie. I would like it. I think that it would definitely need to be in a different... I, I think it would have to have more action than the Mario movie did, so I think they yeah. would have to go through like a different, I guess, sort of style of animation um, to accommodate for that. And... Have you guys seen the newest Puss in Boots movie? No. No, I keep seeing advertisements for it, but I haven't, I haven't watched it. They they went a different animation route than they've ever gone with like any of like the Shrekverse movies because this that particular movie had more action than any of the other movies. I love mm. that we live in a world where we could say Shrekverse and it actually means something. Well, the, th the <laughs> thing the thing of it is, uh, um, uh, at I'm I'm a just do you guys okay if I spoil it? I don't care. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, At the end of the yeah. Puss in Boots movie, they they show that they're going back to Neverland or happily um, ever or far away or where yeah, the fuck was it? Far, far away. Yeah, far, far yeah, away. They're like going that. back to far, far away because Puss left and he's now going back. So I'm guessing we might be getting another Shrek movie. <laughs> Just what we need. Yeah. The, the, hey. the, it's time. I can, always, I, I can always go with more Michael Myers. That's fine. <laughs> but sorry, sorry, J Dubs. I do want to. I do want to hear you finish saying those. No, words. that was that was basically it. I think as yeah. far as like the storyline goes, um, it'd be interesting to see what they would come up with because I mean you've got typically most of the Zelda games do follow this sort of like you know the you've got the temples and then you've got ganon right mm -hmm. like yeah that's sort of the structure so I, I it'd be interesting to see how they would structure the movie i think that being said you know it'd be kind of cool if like the movie like did a um I don't know, like through like some sort of magic bullshit or pull or whatever, like to where like all of all of the Ganons and all of the Links and all of the Zeldas across all the different timelines, like were able to convene and fight this like gigantic war. You even <laughs> have like the original like three goddesses in the <laughs> sky fighting each other. Like that would be pretty dope to watch. <laughs> it would also be cool if like. Some of the links, like you really got to see like which like what what they were better at than other links, like what some of the links were able to do slightly better than another link was able to do or something like that. I think that would be kind of neat, too. I'd also like the like when it comes to like the four swords, like pull. I would like all of their like combos to be about like integrating each other's attacks. They're all about the teamwork. I, I, I'm now getting hyped for a movie that's probably not going to do what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, 
That's definitely. I'm not. Um, I'm not saying that like that should be the whole movie. I'm just saying like a scene like that would be dope. <laughs> um, did you guys play the remake of Link's Awakening? Absolutely yes. not. Okay, so the animation that plays at the beginning, that anime cutscene where Link is getting like um, you know, tossed off his boat and stuff. That mm-hmm. that's kind of that. I would like either I would like it to be animated that way if they were to do a movie or a manga a- adaptation of uh, uh, any of them. Like most, I think all of the games have a manga at this point. Um, if they were going to do some like a movie based off of a game, I would want it to be an anime adaptation of a manga. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be live action. I don't want them to go off the cuff and come up with something super, super original. Just, you know, just base it off the manga. Link talks in those. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would want to. I, I don't think I would want a live live action. I think I would want it to be some sort of animation. I, yeah. that, I don't know if I would want it live action. <laughs> this being said, uh, this is going to be kind of like a, a, a tangent or a segue in a, in a sense. I'm now like. Usually when it comes to, like, medieval fantasy, I always see, like, better performances and, like, a good chunk of, like, different aspects, like, whether it's, like, the overall, like, just how everything looks, uh, you know, the wardrobe, the props, stuff like that. I usually see better stuff from, like, TV shows than movies. Specifically when it comes to, like, medieval fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we, like, we got we got a veered off topic long enough for this episode. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I did, so, I wasn't sure it, if you guys would ever like do this as like a particular topic, like talking we, point. And like I feel like it, since since you brought up the the Nintendo cinematic universe, I kind of <laughs> thought like I could weasel this in there. That's fine. It's fine. It's no big deal. Um, any any final thoughts about Mario? I swear I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it a lot. It's it's like one of like, I can't even think of when I enjoyed. I mean, like, actually, hold on. No, I really did like uh, Detective Pikachu. But like, I can't like it. Like, it's one of those movies to where like I. When they revealed the casting, I had so much hype for it. And then, like, when the movie actually came out and I got to watch it, like, I mean, we're talking 90% of all of that hype got delivered. But, Mm -hmm. like, it was just these nuances. I I don't know. Okay, so, like, when it comes to, like, the idea of, like, critiquing other people's stuff i'm not usually that like critical but when it comes to critiquing my own stuff i'm very critical this clearly isn't mine but like i think because of how it made me feel like i became very critical of it (laughs) what about you jadev any any final final thoughts uh, I just I was very impressed with it. Um, I think that it contained a lot of awesome references that people are people were really hyped about seeing um, that really related to the audience a lot. Um, and if 
people are listening and they haven't seen it, they should definitely see it. Um, we basically just gave a synopsis of the of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it was great. Yeah, I agree. We definitely definitely give it give it a go. And um, I think I need to get a hold of those brothers that do like remixes of people like saying stuff during interviews and so- stuff, and do a whole remix of Carl going. I swear, I like this movie. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about, uh, Gregory the Brothers Ant- or whatever. Yes, yes, that, those guys, yeah. those guys, the the Anton Dotson, hide your kids, hide your wife, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> need to do that with with Carl in this episode. I swear, I did. <laughs> so good i love the movie i feel like that's just going to be me and like pretty much most of the things that like i enjoy and like when i'm talking about it i just feel like i need to like let people know i did really like it but like i i i'm also very fucking critical of it (laughs) all right so uh thanks for listening everybody if you want to find the podcast we're on everything but mostly active on twitter at table to tv on everything we actually uh decided that instead of doing a website we started a subreddit um the table to tv network um we'll put links for that down below um if you want to find me just go through table to tv on twitter i mean you could add me on my personal but i probably won't see it uh, my personal is at Axum sixty nine hundred. Uh, Jdub, you plug now. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jared Jdub. Uh, I stream on Twitch every once in a while. Uh, that is also Jared Jdub. Do some Zelda randos and stuff. So yeah. And Carl, who if they want to be your best friend, if you want to be my best friend, um, I have uh, a form that you can sign. It's like kind of like a waiver. Um, <laughs> uh, so like, uh, my, my stuff is Issa Carl, I S E Carl, uh, you can, it's like, like you could just find me on like on YouTube and stuff, but like, I, I can send you, uh, actually, I think you might still have my like with Koji page, which will link you to all of my socials and stuff like that. Um, I'm starting to take selfies on Instagram because uh i hear that's all the rage um uh i uh i talk about stuff i've done on twitter that's kind of cool i mainly do stuff on youtube that's your best place to find stuff that i do if you're wanting to get a hold of me you could probably just you know send me a message on like twitter that'd be fine you still doing tiktok yeah, yeah, because like how it does is like when I make a video, it goes to all my stuff because I'm lazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I ain't lazy, that's efficient. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, all these links, uh, if you join our subreddit, we got links mm-hmm. to these guys too. Um, yeah. And also, if you're wanting, we're, we're looking for, I made the uh, subreddit public. Uh, that was a suggestion of J-Dubs. So anybody can post, but like, if you want to be like an actual, like if you're a creator and you're, and you're looking for like a network of people, hit any of us up and, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk it out see what's going on. Uh, we have a drop down menu for all of our, I'm, I'm calling them staff members, but none of us get paid. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, we, in the subreddit, we have a drop down menu that links to, um, our socials and stuff. For, because we're all part of the same network even though you know outside of the podcast 
So definitely join the subreddit because I'm not making a website right now. The the subreddit has all the functions I need out of that I would need out of a website. Like Reddit is amazing, and I can't believe I slept on it forever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and actually, I probably shouldn't bring up all the controversy going on with Reddit. We won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll shut yeah. up. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know any about anything about controversy, but like we write, we got blog posts and stuff. And yep. So, a couple random, we got like three or four blog posts up, and they're they're pretty good reads. So definitely check those out. Oh yeah, and, that's uh, right. I also started um a blog. I I need to add it to all like all of my like stuff cuz I was doing a I was doing an older one about like reviewing stuff and I decided against it. I I'm now I'm now working on one on um being like um it's mainly for like content creator tips and stuff for like neurodivergent when you just like have like a bunch of shit going on in your head and you're trying to make content things that can like kind of help with stuff like that um i've i've already posted like three i'll end up getting it up on the like the subreddit and stuff like that so like you know yeah and all three of us are mods on the subreddit too so yeah i don't know why that matters but i just feel it like does you should know my authority <laughs> is king <laughs> respect my and hammers <laughs> <laughs> all right uh thanks for tuning in everybody um i don't we don't have the details worked out but i do want to have a watch party in our discord which you can find on the subreddit because we're going to do an episode on dungeons and dragons honor among thieves and may maybe that will be the episode after the next one so we have time to schedule and try to make that happen you know, these are bi-weekly episodes, that, so that gives us a month to figure it out. Uh, mm -hmm. The next episode, though, Xavier returns, and we're going to talk about the Princess Bride board game, which I am so excited about, because that's, like, my favorite, like, well, it's arguably my favorite movie of all time. Like, I say it's my it's favorite movie. movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. I say it's my favorite movie, but I also really love The Labyrinth, and I named my son after the kid from The Labyrinth, so maybe that's actually my favorite movie. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't name my kid Wesley, so. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening in, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace out.